0: Welcome to AMBEST Audio. Despite the Russian Ukraine crisis, trade credit insurers are expected to report strong results for 2022. This builds on exceptional results during the COVID-19 pandemic when unprecedented government support for the economy kept insolvencies unusually low. I'm Richard Banks with AMBEST TV. AMBEST has just published a new report looking at some of the recent experiences and some of the prospects for the trade credit segment. And I'm joined now by the author, Matilda Jakobsen, Director of Analytics in AMBEST's Amsterdam office. Matilda, welcome. Thank you. So, uh, Matilda, as we look at the global economic backdrop, it's hard to ignore the impact of what's going on in Ukraine. To what extent has that conflict impacted trade credit insurers?
1: so so the main the main aspect to talk about is the exposure to russia itself so when the conflict first hit um the sector's total potential exposure to russia was was substantial right in the billions Um although that's a small part of their overall exposure which is just very large right like the exposure levels in in this sector is are very large however they can also manage these exposures down very quickly and we saw all the trade credit insurers take Substantial steps to very quickly uh, reduce this um, exposure down materially. So, as it stands now, I'm not expecting them to have material claims related to to Russia or directly to the um, to the conflict. Of course, the conflict had wider implications for the economy, which you know is a different question.
0: So, tell us a little bit about trade credit insurers' financial situation now. How do you see the results coming together for the full year 2022?
1: So we would expect trade credit insurers uh, to report another good year for 2022, helped by robust reserve releases, partly related to the reserves they put up in 2020 for the pandemic-related um, losses, um, and then they released some of that in 21 and some of that in 22. Um, if we look at the full year 2022, it also at least part of that year uh, continued to benefit from unusually low insolvency rates. We did see insolvency rates sort of start to normalise towards the end of the year, but overall it was still a year with um, unusually low insolvency rates and therefore also very good claims experience for the trade credit insurers.
0: Excellent, thank you. So looking a little bit further back, um, your report notes that government schemes that were put in place amid uh, COVID-19 ultimately proved expensive uh, for insurers. Can you tell us a little bit about that dynamic?
1: Yeah, so trade credit insurance is, um, is cyclical in nature. Right, you have periods of good years intercepted by poor performance in years of crisis, um, when when insolvency rates increase. So the sector was expecting substantial losses uh, to come um, to come out of the economic downturn that followed the lockdowns in 2020 as the pandemic hit. And um, as we now know, right, um, governments across the world stepped in. Uh, to provide really unprecedented support to the economy um, and as a result of that, the expected surge in insolvency and and trade credit claims just never materialized. Um, in fact, as we've said already, insolvency ra- rates were unnaturally low in twenty and twenty one um, One of the support measures that European governments put in place were backstops for trade credit insurers. So they did that to avoid trade credit insurers cutting down their exposure too much uh, because trade credit insurance is, a, is an important part in the smooth flow of um, of trade. Now, because insolvencies were low trade credit insurers ended up with very good experience, but because of the backstops, they had to share this good experience with governments. Of course, all of this is only clear in hindsight, right? And the schemes definitely carried soft benefits for the sector as well, um, which was able to keep up normal levels of coverage during the crisis, which builds goodwill with um, clients and brokers.
0: Great, thank you. So putting inflation into the mix, other concerns, what are you expecting results-wise for 2023?
1: So I would expect results to deteriorate in 2023, albeit from a good level, as we've discussed. Um, So I said before that we saw insolvency rates start to normalize towards the end of 2022, and we would expect a further increase in 2023 as the more difficult economic environment um, unfolds. Um, as you said, we have high inflation, increased cost of borrowings um, and supply chain issues. And all of these factors are likely to lead to increased insolvency rates across a number of countries once companies' margins are eroded and credit lines exhausted, so on. And um, We also clearly see less support for businesses than you know, businesses squeezed by the energy prices and inflation that we saw during the, uh, the COVID crisis. How how much of an increase, right? How we will see in in, in um the trade credit insurers loss ratio, you know, is is still uncertain, right? It it will sort of depend both on how um the economy develops during the year and also on how successful uh trade credit insurers are in you know taking, you know, reducing the limits in time before someone uh, goes bankrupt. Um So in terms of how the economy will develop, right, We there's we, you know, still a lot of certainty around. I think China's change in COVID policy um, and the signs that inflation have, have peaked um, means that the outlook is currently better than it was at the beginning of the year. But yeah, who knows? Uh, so we are expecting loss ratios to be higher than we saw in 2022. Um, but of course, the actions that the companies have taken on their portfolio, the the pruning, the, 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 the quality improvements they've done uh, since 2020 will put them in a better place to avoid um, you know, the direct, the direct correlation between insolvency rates and losses. Um, so I think they are in a pretty good place. And in the absence of a financial crisis results, should hold up reasonably well.
0: Matilda, great insights as always. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you. To read Matilda's report and a host of related insights, visit AMBest.com. For AMBest TV, I'm Richard Banks. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AMBest TV...